audacity to say nah it's too boring for the podcast have you heard this podcast nothing is too boring for our podcast uh i think right out the gate we got a name for the show too boring for this podcast. <laughs> uh i have to say that um essentially i'm just i'm i'm irritable because yeah. there's a lot of new software that um and, and new interfaces and everyone's yeah. like no it's easy it's intuitive and i'm like fuck you nothing's intuitive <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing is intuitive everything is learned and granted i can go from an iphone to another iphone yeah and that's intuitive but i had to yeah. learn the initial iphone no, it's true. Like I can do all the Photoshop that has like 75,000 menus, but anything streamlined, I'm like, what, what, where's the, where's the last We don't get it. Yeah. It's maybe there's just an age where your brain is malleable and you, you got it, whatever it is, you got it. And then, uh, you're going to struggle later on, no matter what. I don't think it's malleable. I think that brains are not full and our brains are, my brain's full. My brain's oh, full. So yes. I, I got to push something out of the way. If you want me to learn TikTok, and I, I got a couple of romance novels that you could push out of your head. Maybe <laughs> just a couple plots, maybe. Oh my God. Book five of this lady Sherlock mystery nonsense that I'm reading mm -hmm. is, uh, is outstanding. It's, yeah. I, I mean, it's like Victorian age. It's perfect. Pandemic. It's a delight. And the and, and I've liked so far, I've liked one, three, and this is five, two and four, just okay. Um maybe, but obviously it is a series. Maybe I should read that stuff. I'm trying to read this like very dry history of a, a feminist. Oh. <laughs> and it's like it's interesting, but uh but I don't race to my bed at night to you know I, it does feel like it feels like good homework, you know, but yeah. then part of me doesn't yeah. want homework. Right. You don't always need homework. I mean it's all well mm -hmm. and good that I'm supposed to be doing some of this stuff. Yeah. I it took me two days to send out sort of the the my mass email. Mm -hmm. I had 220 people join my email list this week. That's great. Off of what? Why? TikTok. Oh, I'm, okay. Um, I'm over, uh, I'm over a, a 1.2 million on one video and a, is, a is bunch of other spooky? videos. Yeah. The spooky reading girl thing. And then the, the mullet joke is got, um, and the interesting thing about that mullet joke is that you know where that mullet joke is. It's on Remember set list, which Roy. Yes. And Paul Provenza. I remember every show I, oh, I, okay, never mind. I, th I was thinking the A list because I was going to say, I remember every show I wasn't booked on. But <laughs> never mind. I'll, I'll save that joke for 20 other TV shows you can mention. Uh, uh, no, set list was yeah. just a meltdown. Yeah. And they would give you topics. And I wrote that mullet joke. And then I put it in, you know, essentially I, I put that, that joke in the story about a guy with a mullet mm -hmm. and, um, and it was on the Horcrux album and special, which I'm cutting up into 30 second, 20 minute sec sections. And then I'm also, you know, I, I like to have them captioned and then yeah, this sure, sure, sure. nice. I just need what the kids are, uh, what somebody was calling an overlay, which is just a box that goes over the two videos mm -hmm. of us or the three videos of Kyle and, I, and us mm -hmm. and um, with, so that we can have the logo and then there can be websites and, and um, I don't know. How about our page, our uh, PayPal? You know, so, uh, yeah, I feel like when uh, our, our show ends June 24th, I think, and then June 25th, I will be thrust in the, to the terrifying world of learning all this shit. Uh, so, yeah. Right. Well, um, oh, hey, I didn't plug in my mic. How's my sound? Oh, there we go. Mm. So the skinny is uh, so uh, wh where I'm at right now is I'm not making I'm 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 not I'm not worried about money, but I'm worried about money. You know, right. like I'm trying not to be worried about money. It'll be yeah. fine. 
the universe will provide. I will continue to grind it out and, and it'll be fine. Uh, but I would like a vaccine and I would yes. like to go on the road. Yes. So and now yes. that I've stated, yep, 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 yep. oh, hello and welcome to Obvious Radio. <laughs> I'm your host. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. Yep. 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 Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But um, but I am but I am learning. I'm learning TikTok. I'm learning Instagram reels. I'm learning. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm grinding stuff out and I'm doing pretty good. And I'm also reading some crap and I'm watching Star Trek Lower Decks and, um, and I'm, and I'm also, oh, I just, I put the Muppet show on last night on nice. Disney plus. Cause all, all five seasons of the Muppet show are there. Huh? Yeah. All five seasons on Disney plus Madeline Kahn, Dom DeLuise. Oh, weird. You guys seriously watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. The Muppet show. Yeah. Okay. It's Have great. you ever seen the movie? Good show, jokes. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. If you had seen it, I think you would. Uh, yeah, there, there would be a. a Dude, you would. Ten million hours of current shows on that you don't have to go back to your childhood to rewatch puppets. Yes, the bastard puppets. It's true. Uh, yeah. No, and and, and I, you know, I'm the, I'm the last person to say you should have to watch something because I don't want anyone to tell me that I have to watch anything. It's not happening. I'm not watching The Crown. I could give a shit. Ah, um, uh, too bad. I know because I understand it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Prince Philip is probably on his deathbed right now. He's 99, and uh, uh, how this affects me is I have. <laughs> I had a second version of this piece I did for Conan, the Royal podcast, where we had Queen Elizabeth and uh, Prince Charles. <laughs> well, we can't run. I have a, I have another one in the can ready to go. It's supposed to go out, out this week. But, geez, if her husband's going to die, we can't run the podcast. Too sad. So Too sad. I it affects it. me as well, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get my initials on that chart. Yeah. Um, I have to say that uh, to some extent, we're all dying, aren't we? Huh? To every extent, a great, yes. A great mood. Did I'm you, just, and I know you didn't, but uh, I, I suppose we have to pose it this way in podcast <laughs> world. Did you watch the Patrice documentary? Not on a dare. The one time I met Patrice. Yeah. Oh, no. And, yeah. <laughs> Probably it didn't go well. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't. What happened? So, Where were you? I was in New York and I was at, uh, it was, it was, um, was at some club in New York. Yeah. It was not the cellar. And he was being feted. And um, I was introduced and he was dismissive. And granted, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a polite, distantly polite okay. is the best I can hope from someone who is obviously uh, king of the hill or queen. Yes. Right. Correct. Yeah, distantly yeah. polite is perfectly fine. Yeah. Dismissive will always taint my my memory of such a person. Sure, sure, sure. So he so, was dismissive. He was dismissive. And it's fine in in rich. I mean, I'm glad I've never even actually seen his stand up. So um, elephant in the room is as good as everyone says it is. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good for him, says Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, Lori, how many great <laughs> comics do we know? I, I can name five. Right. Who, right, who are right. Sort of genius level where you're like, Jesus Christ. And, and I understand that people think that he is one of them. Right. And, oh, by the just to off, just offshoot for a second and we'll come back. I watched Whitner, Whitmer Thomas's special. Yeah. Did yeah. I mention that last week? No, I saw your tweet and then you yeah, said you so it. good. It, it was really good. What um, was the format? Was it? It's it's he goes his mom. She died. OK, so his mom is um, or was it was in a band with her twin sister and they played this club called the Floribama, I think, uh, either in Alabama or Florida uh, or Louisiana. You know what? I'm not good with the South. <laughs> kind of cold, whatever's cold down there. But, but so he goes back and he does a show there and, and then they, he, you know, they talk about his mom, they do, you know, some interviews with his, his brother and his dad. And it's really good. How, how they go back and forth and stuff. And Bo Burnham produced it. That guy, I, I just, I didn't know much about Bo Burnham, but the last couple of years he's, he is on some sort of interesting trajectory. Fun to watch, 
Uh, I just thought he was like a 16 year old who had a guitar, like a Justin Bieber of stand up, you know, and, okay. uh, you know, but whatever, he's doing something else. But, um, and he was like in the, um, the movie, uh, the movie with the word woman in it and, um, not pieces of a woman, promising young woman. Okay. Where, oh, wow. That yeah. dark. Yeah, he plays the dude. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Whitmer's, uh, it's, it's on HBO Max. I totally recommend it. It's really great. It's really great. And I think just because it, it was a dead parent, I just wanted a little space, yeah. <laughs> a little time before I watched it. It was really, really good. Oh, that's um, great. And, uh, and it was weird. I didn't, I didn't, I ended up not looking at it as a child. I ended up looking at it as a mother of a son and thinking, wow, if, if my son did something like that, that would be fucking amazing. You know, right, it's right. weird. But the Patrice documentary was, um, it was, it was really, it was good. I watched it with uh, a pit in my stomach, wondering if I was going to pop up. And I did a couple times. Oh, there but it was, it was nothing. Now I want to see it. <laughs> but it's nothing that's going to get me uh, trolled by fans. Because, because you know, he, he had highs and lows as a per, as a personality. But there was I was talking about like the big argument that we had about Kobe and the rape charges, and this is before Kobe died. And I'm like, oh, please don't put that in the. Please don't have me slamming two dead black male heroes <laughs> uh, on a documentary, please, please. And they didn't, so that was good. That that didn't make it whatsoever. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. And, and it, it, it reminded me of, obviously there's the two years of tough crowd, which are like very, very formative years in my comedy life. And, um, uh, uh you know, you just keep going with comedy. You kind of don't look back too much, yeah. but then someone forces you to look back and you go, yeah. wow, that was a really cool time. And I'm, I'm thrilled I was there and, and it, I'm thrilled to see it replayed you know and and mm-hmm. kind of for other people to look at there was this really did you know john john marshall i'm yeah, probably didn't. i've met him yeah oh you did okay i know the name yeah he he died this year and um uh, during covid he died of lung cancer and uh so like no one could even have a funeral or whatever but here's the thing he was a writer on tough crowd he was a writer on chris rock too and he, encyclopedic knowledge of uh hip-hop just so um and just one of those guys that if like will remember every single deep like a a human library john marshall and um and there was a really cool moment where they were they were talking about patrice didn't like planned jokes and the one time john did the show once he did tough crowd run once and he was terrified he was shaking he was so so nervous and patrice you know, had John been like an LA comic, Patrice would have jumped all over him and just filleted him. But he didn't because he knew him and had empathy. And there's this just second where he just he pats John's stomach and goes, "I know you got a joke written there. You can't wait to say it." And it was uh, it was really cool. That was that was like my favorite That's moment. Nice. Okay. And the the they, his mom is still alive. So interviewed his mom and his his um, fiance Vaughn and uh, his stepdaughter. Uh, so it was it was it was cool. I think they left some stuff out. They couldn't put it all in. I mean, it's a whole well, life. Um, when did he die? He died in 2011, I think. He died nine months after the special came out. Oh, okay. And what, um, yeah, I remember that. I remember it was quick. Yeah. And how old was he? Uh, 41. Okay. 41. Um, It's just so strange. Like, you know, just looking at that footage, it's 15 years old from Tough Crowd, 16 years old, 17, shit. But so many people have died, like Patrice, Greg Giraldo, Ken Ober, who was the oh, executive yeah. producer and head writer. I saw him all the time. You know, he was off. He was off camera. Uh, but, you know, he was on remote control with Colin and uh, John Marshall. Just I don't know. Guys, life uh, life goes by quick. Right. <laughs> maybe How you know the- that. Maybe you don't. How did the um, the jokes hold up? Because it was a lot of tough crowd. It was a lot of that ball busting business. Um, they didn't really linger on the jokes. Uh, <laughs> <personally>. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you know, it really was a very uh, that time.
I'm, you know, and Opie and Anthony were a huge influence too of just like trying to out shock everybody, try to hang in that, in that time, you know, and it was, you know, good and bad. There's some live material does not hold up from back then. Right. Uh, some of it does. Especially, especially from that sort of cocoon, you know, in that, yeah. with that press yes. where they were trying to create something that was very shocking. Right. Yeah. And, and it was all, it was also stuff you could try without being observed because nobody was filming everything. There was no social media at the time. You know, I mean, tough crowd had message boards, but even that hardly anyone used them. It was like new, you know, it wasn't that no one was active like that. It was very uncommon. It was, it wasn't like how it is now. And, um, so I don't know. No, there was also no one, you know, no one was like, I learn a lot on Twitter about other people and things they're concerned about and, you know, lives I wouldn't know anything about normally. Right. So like, like, just any like native American stuff, like you start, you know, you know, or, you know, think, any even Black Lives Matter stuff. You like you learn from following certain accounts. Like, oh, okay, that didn't occur to me because right. I'm 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 white and um, right. very lucky. We're all okay? living in this tea kettle. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. So, so that it's nice. before all that, you know. I mean, and it's also easy to digest on Twitter versus you know, am I going to read uh, books? It, no. <laughs> it's like in 2004. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go read books that are outside. I'm just. I didn't have it. Okay. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, and I didn't have that empathy. I was just too, I was just, I, I got to climb up to the top of comedy, but, um, but, but I, I, you know, like, so things I've learned, I would, ne- there's so many jokes I told then I would never tell now because I'm like, Ooh, even like immigration jokes. Cause my boyfriend was an immigrant, you know, just like, it wouldn't, I mean, not, I wouldn't even write it now cause it wouldn't work, but it was just, it worked at you, the time. You could, you could have outrage if you wrote them now. You could then go, "Oh, I take it you don't you that you're trying to cancel me." No. <laughs> but you wouldn't do it because I, I mean the thing is is the the amount of the amount that we've grown as people uh-huh. in the last and and the internet has facilitated that. In yes, time. for sure, for sure. It's not yeah. all terrible. Yes, no, <laughs> no, and um. So I think that it's, um, yeah, that's really cool. That's great. I, I mean, I, you think, oh, was I, was I on the Patrice? I, I did tough crowd once. You were, you were a list of women he dismissed. It was a very long list. It was three minutes long. It was a very quick scroll. I had to pause around the case to find you, but you were there. Um, Fantastic. I just want to be acknowledged. Yeah. And, um, and I, I only mentioned Native American because I just wa- read a thread, uh, about for that Jackie Kelly, uh, who's one of our comics of the week posted. I was, you know, just like stuff that would, I wouldn't know, yeah. you know, unless I was doing deep dives on my own, which I, well, can, I barely have the brain. I found out on, I found out on Twitter that Leonard Peltier is still alive and oh. I had donated in and, and worked, I was selling merch for a day job in the nineties, but uh, yeah. a couple of powwows and, um, in Lakota, Dakota, you know, for in Minneapolis and, um, and became sort of, I, and I, and I read a book about his, his arrest and the frame job that the FBI did on it. And I didn't know cause he got put into jail in 79. So the guy's old. He's still in jail. He's still in jail. Fuck. And he was framed on this, the killing of these two FBI agents that somebody else has already uh, admitted to. He was in Canada and he was like, well, this obviously, you know, someone has, has said that they've done this and they put him in jail anyway. Wow. So, did they put him in jail because he went to Canada? Pardon? Did they put, technically, did they put him in jail because he went to Canada? Or is it, I don't, are they still I don't charging so. with them? I don't have all of the information still in my brain box. Yes. But what surprised me on Twitter was that I was like, oh, Jesus, this guy's still in jail and he's alive. Jesus. So it was, it was nuts. Anyway, but, um, yeah. Um, watch the Patrice doc. If you can watch it on the app, I think the director, Michael Bonfiglio said to watch it on the app because, uh, comedy central, they took out 14 minutes of it to 
just apparently literate with commercials. So you can hardly even get any momentum and your emotions going because they cut away. That's what I was reading. I didn't watch it on Comedy Central. I watched the version that he HBO sent Max, me last right? night. Oh, no, okay. no, no. No, he just sent me a, a screener to look at. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, so that's proof to my son that I mattered once in New York comedy. <laughs> <laughs> did your son watch it with you no and he won't and he, uh, no of course not he doesn't care about stand-up comedy he right, right. <laughs> thankfully that's a truly a blessing yeah yeah did you did you <laughs> what was so funny to me this week was the john stewart packet mania were you following that on twitter <laughs> oh wait i did read a, i did read about that that was hilarious <laughs> it was trending on twitter a writing packet crazy back up and tell people exactly what that is just well, so okay so like when you want to write on a late night show you know yeah. usually you hear about it somebody hears about it comics start talking about it you know you, you sometimes need an agent to submit or something but they 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 give you permission to to send a packet in the last time we had a job open we had almost 400 packets Wow. And our head writer read every single one, read them without names, blind. Uh, I think okay. most most shows do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so John Stewart, you know, what they did was even more blind because they decided to eliminate any agent or manager, which is okay. cool. It's really cool. That means anyone's up for it. Yeah. And they, they're like, you have to write a page. Of jo- this It's so wide open that it's terrifying, right? Yeah. A page of jokes. And they give you the font size. You can't fucking write 16 point jokes. You gotta write 11 point Arial, I think. And um, uh, so they don't say nine jokes or 12 jokes. They just write a page. So so somebody somebody probably wrote, you know, three jokes that are four paragraph, you know, or that are this big. Yep. Two inches, guys, I'm doing. And what you should have done is, uh, you know, 11 jokes that are this one tall. Okay. Right. Like sort of two lines, right? So yeah, it's like, it's the stacks of money that Karen asked for in Goodfellas. You want a tiny, <laughs> stack, be a tiny stack of money. Um, so, uh, no more than three sentences, you know, yeah. in yeah. my opinion, should right. be set up as one sentence, the punchline's a second sentence. And if and you're maybe a tag, sentences, yeah. I wouldn't even tag it. Yeah. Tag, if you, if, see if you can, figure out another joke and use it, make that tag a second joke, same premise, you know? Nice. Um, but okay. So, and then they had one thing at the end where it's like, what would you, what would you change, change about an existing lot and indicating that that might be a, uh, a recurring piece that they do at the end of every show, kind of like okay. moment of Zen or whatever. Yeah. But, but, and so every, anyone who wanted could send in, this, you just have to do it on a Google Doc and email it. You, your name has to be off of it. Uh, and your name is somewhere else that's hidden that, you know, so whoever's getting it is just going to be reading it on Google. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how many fucking packets that poor, poor person got. I mean, it could be in the thousands. And so, they but, will but read them all. Two pages, right? One page. Oh, one page. Okay. So so that's good. And, and a law. Jokes yeah. on a law. And the law should also, guys, that should have been also very, you know, Super two tight. sentences at yeah. most. Yeah. Whew. But it was trending and the jokes were hilarious. But the about the jokes about it were hilarious. But the fact that it was trending was, you know, who, who, every person who thinks they're funny probably sent in. The good thing for them is they can probably just look at the page without reading a single joke and see the first thing will be a paragraph and it's all written in John Stewart's voice attitude as opposed to a joke. And you can immediately go, you know, not finish reading it. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that there was a way to just kind of look and go, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. We need somebody somebody who can go immediately jump in and start writing, cranking out jokes. Yeah, and and some of the job is, do you want to hang out with somebody at two in the morning? You know, I mean, what's Yeah, I mean, not two in the morning anymore, but yeah, but for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's, I think once they get to... Um, they get maybe they pick their top 10 out of the thousands, out of the thousands <laughs> then they go, all right, who are these people, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, take it from there. 
Yeah. But it, yeah. It, it, it cracked me up that it was trending. I mean, it, this used to be such the, the niche, most niche job. And, it, you know, it was just Carson and 12 writers. And now it's like 300 late night shows mm-hmm. and uh, 30,000 comedy writers. Oh, my God. Is that new show that Amber got? Is that um, well, like- it's, I think they added a night to her show. She was just once a week. So they gave her an extra night. And I think they're going to air because her stuff's on Peacock. And I think they're going to air it on physical, actual NBC, NBC at one thirty in the morning, which is still that's brutal. But, you know, who knows who's watching NBC now? You know what I mean? Like everyone's just streaming stuff. Right. Or I guess there's a lot of people with TV still. Yeah. Yeah. There's and there's people with cable packages still. Yes. Yes, that's true. Those people aren't going to be up at 1.30 because they go to bed at 6 p.m. after the early bird special, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough to demand ratings at 1.30 in the morning from. Right. And, and, and I'm sure that it's online the next day. Of course it is. Yeah. 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 So God knows that everybody's just watching it at 2 in the afternoon anyway. Yeah. So. But, but she's, I think... I forget what, ver- oh, she, her show that they're going to put on NBC is replacing Lily Singh reruns. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. Because mm-hmm. Lil- I think Lily Singh, I think they got rid of all the writing staff and they started over, you know, which is always scary. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what? A, a big retooling is, you know. Always a weird sign. Whether, yeah. you know. Whether it'll work, sometimes it works. But what a weird, what a yeah. weird thing, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's, that's that. Weird. I I uh, had a spot that I slept through because I got the time zone wrong, which I still haunts me. It was three days ago, and I'm still missed like, <laughs> oh, a spot. Um, I just took a nap and thought I had the time. Uh, yeah, very upsetting. Yeah, um, I screwed up um, any, like, I think it was yesterday, right? Was yesterday Friday on Saturday? So I missed, um, I was doing three other people's podcasts yesterday. Oh, my, three three different podcasts? Oh, no. Yeah. How many times Um, do you have to explain how you got your start in comedy? Just once, bless him. And, uh, and, and then the heckler story, you know, yeah. it was, you know, it's just like, you know, remember being on the road and you'd be like as a feature and you'd get a new headliner and they'd always want to, you know, that it was, it's sort of like dogs smelling each other. You have to tell your weird heckler story. (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) And I just, um, so I told, um, I, I told that, st- I told the classic, right? The one where, where the guy, I met a, uh, I worked with a guitar comic who told my head, my heckler story to me because he was in he the stole, Wait, he stole your story and pretended it happened to him? No, he was, he was in the room when it happened. He said the craziest heckler situation I ever saw. And then he told the story of the thing that happened to me. Oh. I this, yeah, I probably told it five years ago when we first started, but it's the one where the heckler kept heckling me as I got off stage and then he stood behind me and he tried to grab my boob. Oh, and yeah. I, and I threw, to, threw a drink at him and I missed him completely hitting the guy behind him. The guy behind Behind him was the guitar comic I worked with six <laughs> years later, five years later. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And so I told that story. And then I told the crazy Rose Monsaini's MAGA hat lady story. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, was, I missed, uh, I, I, I screwed up time zones. I screwed yeah. up, you know, I was like, I can't. I don't know what to tell you. I can't, I can't make it happen. Uh-huh. And, um, and so, and I've just wanted, I mean, I just, I, I literally said to Andy today, do you want to go out to breakfast? Do you want to be a brunch COVIDian? And he said, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to sit outside at Magnolia Grill and have, and I was like, but just think how great. And he was like, I don't, I don't want to think about it. Let's, I'll, I'll make breakfast. And uh, I was like, you don't have to make breakfast. Oh man. Just pissy as all hell. Is I, I, I mean, 
California's positivity rates are going down dramatically. And I mean, I, I, I don't know. It seems like just a couple more months and we'll be kind of free. Well, and they're rolling out like in the last month, the, mm-hmm. the, the fact that there's a president and it's coming from the top down now. Yes. Everyone's working toward the same goal. Everyone isn't just sort of milling around like a b- bunch of fuckwits. They're actually, you know, so 1.7 million people in what uh, I was, I was looking at the number of people that had been uh, vaccinated in California. Yeah. There's 39 million people in California. And, um, and it was, there was a pretty good percentage who had, who had gotten it. And then, um, and then I think that there was a pretty good percentage in L.A. County that had gotten it because there's there's 10.5 million people in L.A. County. Yeah. And there's um, 39.5 million people in the state of California. So well, the other thing that's helping is that a lot of people have had COVID because it was allowed to go rampant. So they're, they're not getting it. So that's that's also good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, I still it, need it. I still need the vaccine. I don't yes. care if everybody else has had it. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be that weird anti-vaxxer. Everybody else got the vaccine. I don't need it. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you. I'm getting the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of New York. People are getting it in New York. I'm reading of, you know, comics getting it in New York too. So, you know. Well, that's great. I A lot of, um, yeah, Minnesota's churning them out too. So Minnesota and Wisconsin, they only have, they, they only, they have like five or six million people in the, in the state, which also helps. Yeah. Hey, let's do, uh, let's do a break. Okay. Hey kid, your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the kids choice awards. <laughs> in dead pilot society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks, but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Who. Yeah. And then we can also do an ad. It's your favorite. Yes. Function of beauty. You guys, I don't know if you know this, but uh, never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie and take your quiz, uh, which we will talk about in a second, and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range uh, of hair, skin, and body products, which they, they, they personalize. That's what the quiz is all about. That's the awesome thing about that, right? <laughs> so... Um, you want to be healthy, you want to find a work-life balance, you want to improve your relationships, but have you thought about your hair goals? Huh? Come on. Who? I desperately wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> you took the quiz, right? I did take the quiz. I don't even, you're jumping all over paragraph-wise, <laughs> but this is also coming from your soul. Here's the thing. <laughs> We've all got goals, Jackie. Be healthy. Find work-life balance. Improve our relationships. Get one. How about have a relationship? (laughs) But have you thought about your hair goal? You know what? That might be a question you guys have to answer. I think about my hair goals all the time. I'm pretty, it's my last good feature and I'm fucking obsessed with my hair. (laughs) Function of Beauty is dedicated to being the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulation for your hair's specific needs. First, you take a quick thorough quiz. Tell them a little bit about your type. Did you do this? Did you also say this no, spontaneously? The part, but you from your hair goals, and yeah. such as length and volume and oil control. And because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before yeah, every shipment. Before every shipment. So you can change it every time because they personalize it. Yes. So- if you're like, I'm tired of eucalyptus. I want lavender. I want mint or yeah, whatever. Change yeah, it rose. up. Yeah, go to functionofbeauty.com, Jackie slash Jackie Laurie, and let them to let them know that we sent you, and you'll get 20% off your first order. Functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. Yeah. And now comic of the week. Let's just do yeah. them all. Mm-hmm. Back to back to back. Oh yes. So uh Christiana Jackson. 
Yeah. Now I'm, t- I'm being told it's not Christina. It's Christiana. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes someone yeah. will have the A in there, but it's silent, but either way, I love what touch your ear. When you say I'm being told, I'm being told uh. I'm being told. <laughs> that, uh, that there's some sort of team telling you, yes, anyway, I'm being told by Fred, with her, right? Uh, yeah, I think I did a set with her, a zoom set with her a while back. But uh, she's very funny. Um, I, I loved a clip I saw of, of her from downstairs in Gotham. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, yes, uh, she's great. And uh, so check out, She's but she's not on Twitter. She's only on Instagram. So you know she's young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and how, it's Christy, how do you spell Christiana? C-H-R, it's like Christina with an A, Tiana, like Sarah Tiana. C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-A. Jackson. Yes. C-I-A-A, yeah. We did it. Uh, yes. Comic of the Week, and she's a delight. Find yeah, yeah, yeah. her, so fucking make funny. her part of your life. Yeah. There you go. So... Um, I, uh, she, I particularly, just a sec, resonated with her uh, chunk about a relationship with someone who makes significantly less money than she does. <laughs> Go ahead. Her. Yeah, her is right. Um, yeah, I think uh, that is uh, relatable. And I'm making a note for that time code because it might be a nice clip. I was going to oh. say that I have... Um, a set on a Gotham show tonight, uh, Saturday at oh. five o'clock, a six minute set, hold your applause. And, um, and there was so much fiddle and diddle to it. And there was supposed to be a tech check yesterday afternoon, but for some reason they had, um, I think they, yeah. who's doing, still doing tech on fucking zoom shows. We know what we're doing. We're, we yeah. spend all day doing this. Come on, man. God, I talked to Zoom yesterday. Oh, my God. So, um, the, yeah, I did. I also, I bought two, I'm, I'm getting more equipment because Rushed, I'm opening for Maria at Rushtics on the 27th. Mm-hmm. And they, they have like 25 people are going to be in the Zoom so that we can have laughs and interaction. And then whatever the 5,000, 12 million people that are coming to see Maria. Oh my God. It'll be pushed to something called V mix. Mm-hmm. And, but they want a uh, backlighting and they want, and, or they, they have suggestions of ring lights. I mean, more ring light action, more flo- floor lights. And I was like, you know, this room isn't that big. <laughs> I'm going to literally just going to sit in the middle of a bunch of like wires and try not to. Wow. Move you want to hear this joke about murder hornets? So, so they don't want comics laying on their couches anymore, doing their sets with their eyes closed. Boning it in. Oh, and Maria had the greatest idea. She was like, um, she just riffed it to the rough, rush ticks lady. And the rush ticks lady was like, yes. And I said, yeah, you're leaving money on the table. And it would just be, because Maria's fans would want to watch her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, I'll just have a webcam on me sleeping. I was like, cameo. Uh, fans. That's OnlyFans action. Only yes. Fans, that's one of those. It's how, so- how are Maria's feet? Because that's oh. also separate income for, <laughs> for some men. <laughs> I'm, I'm recording a dork for us this week with Greg Groups. Yeah. And um, he's going to do. What's he, he talking did- about? Well, he, he's done several and he, the, one of the first ones he did was the history of baseball and he got to, he only got to like 1935. Oh my God. But what he's, (laughs) but this one, and that was probably five or six years ago, but this one, he's just going to do the Negro baseball league. Wow. Because, uh, guy's a baseball guy that correct. Yeah. He and Deb, uh, Debbie Durst and Will Durst were constantly, if I, if I remember correctly, going to, uh, candlestick for giants games back Um, in the day. Right, right. And so, um, I don't know why I brought it up though. I'm probably just name dropping. You know what I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Who else dismissed you, Jackie? Let's hear names. You know who didn't dismiss me? Greg Proops. Greg Proops has always been a prince among men. The guy's a prince among men. He is. He's a king among princes. And, uh, so I will, so, but I, I have that set tonight. And then I also have an ALS, that ALS benefit I was telling you about. I'm doing Uh that with Rich Scheidner and Laura House. 
Oh, fun. fun. Um, yeah, Laura's going to do our um, our next Comic of the Week show. Yeah. I yeah, think she's in Texas, March, too, right? March she, 1st. She is in Texas. Yeah. So she was, I was just looking on her Instagram, and it was just so much snow. But she has power. And, um, and, she, and she's done the road so much. I mean, the thing about comics is I genuinely think that like comics can handle sort of power outages and, and, you know, we, we have just sort of, we've been to so many different parts of the country or the world or whatever, and, and lived through so many shitty super eights yes. that you're just like, all right, well, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a hot plate and I'm going to get a, a frozen pizza. And we're I travel with a hot plate. plate. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, for a little while, because early on, um, there were, there was hardly, you know, you just wanted to cook a little bit in your room. There's no like kitchenettes or anything like that. Right. right? Yep. And then it was all like Denny's and it, it got so much better to, the selection of places to go eat in the nineties. It just, yeah, it did. It, it, like when Subway opened, I was like, what? I can get a vegetarian Subway sandwich. Oh my God. I have to eat meat all the time. Like, did you spend 10 years eating Subway sandwiches? Until oh, yes. I oh, can't yes. even, I can't even smell the bread anymore. Oh, it's so good. They're so I, gross. I, oh, yeah. We get a, a foot long vegetarian, uh, put it in the passenger seat. You know, it's cut in half, thankfully. And it's right. Eat, eat. You could get it cut into fourths and then every two hours eat a fourth of it every two hours i mean every two minutes how what do you <laughs> pace out your, your sandwich like that no way shut it all down I had to, I, I, I had to, I had to do it in between gas money. It was, <laughs> it was like, I was trying to juggle food and gas and I was just like, but then your gas hands are touching the, uh, the sandwich. No, no. <laughs> I just, I, I wanted to make sure that there was something to eat two hours later because oh. otherwise I would fall asleep. Oh, like right. I, I, would, I would sort of pace my eight hour drives, six or eight hour drives in between gigs, yeah. making sure that there was something to eat and drink every hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. And then I would, and then I would try to last as long as I could stopping to pee or anything. I would try to make it at least three and a half hours before I stopped. And, oh, right, right, right. and so, and so the, the sandwich had to last at least three and a half hours. Oh. And, and then if I just had a quarter of that sandwich and I'd be like, Oh, there's another subway. Plus it had, it was pretty good calorically. Right. I mean, it was Wasn't like, bad. Yeah. I it, mean, felt, I, it felt almost healthy. I do love, I mean, I haven't done it in forever. I haven't done a long drive to a gig, but a long drive with a sandwich in the passenger seat and just eating away. I love it. That's that's my youth. That was it. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, that was that was a it was a it was a simpler time, you guys. Oh, uh, I I had a uh, I had a consultation for a breast reduction. What and, they uh, say? well, the, uh, where are your boobs big? Did they say that. <laughs> well, the right one is, uh, much bigger than the left one. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, she's like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, well, I think mine's a little, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I try to like, here's what I do. I try to take some of the right boob and move it to the left. So it looks even in bras, but it's a lot of work, Jackie. Why do I have to work like that in my old age? Can't I, I cruise into the elderly years without having to manage my breasts like that? Right. And so, so um, can I ask, is yes. it, uh, how much is it? Well, he thought that it would be covered. He said really? it. Yes. Oh, right. You have the greatest insurance in the world. Pain, I do. But they, you know, they could still deny it. But, you know. Uh, but without it ever, it would like out of pocket. Like if I were to go in with a, with a sweaty wad of twenties, I think what, but, uh, but I did, the phone calls I made out of pocket are like 16 to $20,000. Shite. Okay. But if you talk to people like our good friend who have yeah. had it, um, yeah. they say it's life changing. Now the problem with me is because of my aneurysm, I'm on blood thinners and yeah. he said, you'd have to be out blood thinners for about a week or a, a couple days beforehand, or else you would just like bleed to death. Cause it's a very, apparently it's a pretty bloody operation. And so if your blood is thin, it's going everywhere. So he has to check if that's, okay for me uh, i don't have clots it's it's just in case i would have a clot is that right, right. i think it's that's why i'm on blood yeah. right yes so um uh but he said if, if the doctor said i couldn't 
be off left or something. I couldn't have that surgery. So uh, that's that. We'll see. That's, that is that. Well, uh, Gordy the dog, it turns out, uh, has decided that he is the alpha. And, uh, <laughs> Over you and Andy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it turns out he isn't. Uh, and so we're going to have words with tiny dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? He's just, he like, um, he, he doesn't want, like it. He has to go out before bedtime, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so you got at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Uh, I like to go to bed at like 10, sure. read, fall asleep. And then Andy likes to go to bed at midnight, which means he's taking the dog out. Okay. And so, so he's like, all right, let's go. And uh, Gordy's like... No, I'm warm. It's actually quite chilly outside. <laughs> Gordy's like you. <laughs> Gordy's old. Yeah, Gordy's, Gordy has. He's got two Jackies now, that Andy. <laughs> right. Which might, which is maybe why he's a little irritated with me. He's like, oh, I see what he's like. Put in dog form. <laughs> yeah, so, but the dog's been really great. Like, uh, he's just sitting here um, through the whole podcast and he just he sits on a pillow over on the side and i uh, in the that garage so nice oh my god I, but we met a dog <sighs> on a walk today and he tried to hump that tiny other tiny dog oh and i was like what is happening here and the other tiny dog owner was like that's dominance uh he just wants to prove that he's the alpha and i was like well he's mistaken he's like, <laughs> And, and and she goes, well, maybe not between, you know, Tavi and, and Gordy, because uh, Tavi's not the alpha. <laughs> I was like, OK, whatever. Um, um, that's that's the dog update. He's very he's very sweet uh, in, in other news and still pretty polite. And uh, and we might take him this week to see Andy's mom, who has another Chihuahua Corgi kind of mix. <laughs> we're going to bring the kennel just in case they don't get along. Okay. Right, the the crate, and um, sure. just so I, that they don't get into a, a scrabble over it, and then because we're going to be there for three hours doing chores and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So anyway, it's a great story. Let's take another break, huh? Wait, I, wait. Before oh, we take our break, break, I got no. I got in a big fight with somebody at the dog park. Oh no! Because uh, Charmy, Charmy, and another dog were playing, and then they got some of his dogs will play, and then they get they get they're they get what the fuck, and they start going in on each other, right? right? So it and then me and the woman who owns the other dog was like a lab, you know. We were just talking and talking about our dogs, and all of a sudden the dogs started getting more aggressive with each other, and so they start snarling a little bit. So I'm trying to figure out how to grab Charmy and yeah. she's moving. They're moving obviously. And yeah. she's trying to grab her dog and it takes us a little while, but we do. Right. And then, and then a guy. Oh, goes, thank goodness. A guy after we get the dogs apart goes, what the fuck? You know, and, and I am so uh, ready to attack anybody, especially a white <laughs> male. I was like, fuck you. And uh, then it was like a bunch of that back and forth. And, um, and everyone in the dog park's like, what's going on? But he, I think he was mentally ill because at some point I said, you're mentally ill, you should get help. And he goes, I've heard that before. And I'm like, I bet. And then he called me a Karen. And uh, then I took Charmy to the other end of the park. Wow. Yes, uh, it was the highlight of my week. Sometimes uh, men are hysterical. <laughs> things. And, uh, uh, but I really, he did seem off. And part of me is like, I shouldn't be arguing with an off person. But then he was yelling and being such a dick. And I also felt like it was because two women were trying to get, the, he was making fun of us for not getting the dogs apart faster. And it, I, I was like, he wouldn't be doing this if we were two guys. He, he, yeah. this he felt very have... like, uh, they're not going to fight back. And yeah. I'm in the mood to fight back. Uh, and plus I've been on stage in a real stage in a year. So I'm actually in the mood to call you a piece of shit. So you got some aggro, uh, you're, you, and you're smarter and funnier than he is because you're used to it. So it's gonna, <laughs> it's, he's going to get the beat down. What kind of dog did he have? Do you have like a Springer Spaniel or something? I don't no, he, he, I couldn't even see his dog. I, I, he was, you know, just off in another part of the park yelling, you know. How about no dog? Oh, let's take uh, that break. How about that? Yeah. Hey, it's Jesse. What you're about to hear is real. 
Hey, this is Chris. Hi, Chris. It's Jesse calling for Maximum Fun. Hey, Jesse. I heard that you got into a car accident. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to Stop Podcasting Yourself, and I just laughed so hard that I uh, slammed into a construction barrier. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> you remember what it was that was so funny? I will never forget, I'm sure. They started talking about Vegas and the, you know, if it happens here, it stays here, and that slogan. And then Graham was talking about, oh, Oh, you know, wasn't there some other slogan for another commercial? Oh, it was like a commercial for food, and it said, like, whatever's in there stays in there. I can't remember what it was, clams or something. <laughs> <laughs> clams? <laughs> Just so ridiculous. And, man, I got lightheaded. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Next thing I know, <laughs> smash. <laughs> yeah. they, are, they are just brilliantly funny. So I talked to Dave and Graham from Stop Podcasting Yourself. We would like to pay your car repair bill. Is that okay? That I mean, that would be super nice, Jesse. I really, I, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Okay. Have you been following this Mike Ward thing in Canada? No. Okay. So, you know, Jess Solomon, she's one of our comics of the week. She, yeah. uh, she's a Canadian, but she lives in Brooklyn now. And I think she wrote like a, she used to be like a UN lawyer. Um, and uh, wow. I, I know. <laughs> Let's just you know, deal sometimes with that you get for a bit second. by the comedy bug. She's, and you, and you just have to say, she's yeah. like the Amal Clooney of uh, comedy. Oh. Uh, but uh, but so she, I think she wrote like a legal brief or something. I, I don't know exactly what she did. It's way above my intelligence <laughs> level. Yes, but he he told a joke and um, he about a. A disabled kid in Canada, and and I think the premise of the joke was, was like two or three years ago. He did it a while ago, and yeah. it went all the way to the Supreme Court in Canada. Yeah. So the premise of the joke—I mean, it sounds awful, but I guess the premise of the joke is that he invested a lot of, as one does when someone's terminally ill, you invest some energy in them, and then they keep living, and you're like, Ugh. right? <laughs> so. I mean, not me, but that's a, that, there's plenty of, there's plenty of dead parent humor. I mean, that version of that or a version right, of playing right. play, jokes about somebody else's timeline, their death, their death date are all over stand up comedy, right? Yes. Even, even me, when I had a reverse joke like that of trying to make my dad live an extra day after he met my boyfriend. Okay. So right. that I'm like, cause if you die today, everyone will think you're ra- racist because it was yes. Dwayne was okay. Yeah, yeah. He was black. So, uh, so that, so that structure, that version, it's, it's, you can, okay. So it exists now. It happened to exist about a, a real boy who's, mm-hmm. you know, 13 years old. It's, there's not a lot of things where you're no. like, Oh no. Yeah. Uh, and the kid is getting bullied at school because of the jokes that that his schoolmates saw this comic tell. So, uh, and Canada has way stricter laws about that stuff. And so it's going all the way to the Supreme Court, I guess, right now. So it's just, it's crazy, you know? I mean, can you... Did he know the kid? I forget. I think so. No, I think he was just, the kid became sort of national news. He he went on, I think, a version of like American Idol or something. So he became very famous and beloved. And of course, when something is beloved, you have to stab it in the eye. That's what what comics do, right? Yeah, Uh, and a lot of people start getting mad at things that that are beloved. You start hating things that you're supposed to love, right? Yeah. So, but, you know, it's, I I felt like that's a joke maybe that shouldn't have been recorded, but only told in clubs so that everyone could enjoy laughing at how much, how and feel shitty about themselves, but then not have it as evidence that's going to, you know, cause all this yeah, drama. The kid's 13. I mean, the thing is. Is, 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 that the, is that the joke you put in your TV set? Well, for right. some people, that's your opener. You know what? And they deserve, those comics deserve to live too. I mean, you know, we all have, have perhaps a Baron Trump joke waiting until Baron turns 18, or maybe it's just me. But, you know. <laughs> it's just you, but he looks 18. Should we all have sex with him anyway? Whoa, Jackie, I wasn't even going there. What the fuck? 
didn't Crystal Leo stay away from my son? What? <laughs> didn't Crystal Leo apologize again? He did. <laughs> he did. I mean, and it sounds like he's actually working on himself. Sure. But he also, but he sure. also has that sort of that that classic. No, I know I'm supposed to apologize. It's like he's just sort of coming to the humility of realizing the error. And because he wants to work, he thinks that it's still too soon. Like he still hasn't. There's a certain Jackie, point when the clubs are going to open up soon. We should all start our apology videos. <laughs> uh, whatever I got to say to work at Helium, I'll fucking apologize for. I was like, I, I am sorry. To Mark Grossman, I have <laughs> never thought anything but beautiful things about you. I understand you just bought Cap City and you now have 30,000 comedy clubs. Oh and I God. would like to work 40 weeks a year for you. And so I don't I don't it's it, and that was so long ago and it's it was and when you look at like the other shit that went down with you know actual rapists it's like oh he he's trying I don't think he actually it just seems so adorable in terms of the comedy sex scandals assaults etc but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All I know is in six months, we're all going to be in clubs again together. And so uh, we, you, we got to well, figure out. Are you out building how to, bridges right now? I am building bridges. I realize <laughs> I've been spouting off here on, on the internet. <laughs> for, for yes. With no, uh, no consequences. Cause I'm not seeing anyone face to face. I might run right. into some of these I'm, motherfucking I'm, assholes soon. I'm going to run into Jeff Ross face to face and he's still not going to know who I am and it's I don't be- even know that's gonna be weird because because he hasn't nothing's changed for him as far as I can tell he's still no, no he's still getting he's still banging 15 yeah. years and, and getting well, work so it's I don't know that that's happening but I'm saying it hasn't affected it seems like any sort of comedy status so and so there's no consequences which one assumes that with no consequences gonna be, the that's gonna be awkward are what I'm still worried about is, are we going to pay consequences for even pointing it out, for even saying, hey, this is bad? If my he's career, not, my or is he going to be like, like, well, I'll be on a show with her. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no idea. Or if you guys are real rock and roll comics, you'll be on a show with women who criticize you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on fire. I'm a pistol. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just, I just know that I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of not calling these people out. And I just, and I, and I think that my, and, and I've always found, I've always been a little outspoken. It hasn't been the internet. It hasn't been, you know, 20,000 people listening to some fucking thing, but it's, uh, (laughs) but it is. But I, I do, I do genuinely believe that there will always be work for me if I can make a room full of people laugh. So whatever. Yeah. And I mean, and I think the more like women and women of color who get powerful positions, we should get more cronyism. Yeah. I mean, Malia Obama, that's, you know what? We've finally, she got a writing job. Oh, did she? Straight out of Harvard. Yeah. She's following the Harvard writing track. Great. Good for her. Yes, no, 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 no. She's she Danny Glover. Is it Danny Glover? Going on. Or is it Donald Glover? Oh my gosh. One of the Glovers <laughs> is is uh has a I think a deal with Amazon and they're doing a show something with Beyonce it is Donald Glover. Is it Donald? Yeah. Inspired. Yeah, that makes more sense. Way more sense. Uh, inspired by or something related to Beyonce, and uh, okay. so Obama was hired as a writer. Okay. Is she? Um, did she write for Lampoon or anything, or did she? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it doesn't sound like a comedy though. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, she sure probably got it. Yeah. You know what? She probably got a good packet. You know, <laughs> she probably does three sentence jokes. She knows what's going on. Yeah, I, I think that there's I mean, it it's something that um, my friends who have kids that that have a lot of 
tutors and stuff and 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 sort of private schools their kids the sanest of my friends or parents of kids like that they're like they're not any really any smarter than anybody else's kids they just have the advantages of smaller schools more personalized attention and they will and and the people that i know in my job like I have a friend of mine who's um, her husband is like a muckety muck over at Universal, and the kids were they're flying, they they get they get to go to um, this is three or four years ago right, mm-hmm. and they fly first class and they get to go to Switzerland for some sort of thing and they're and the kids are like I would never fly coach and she oh. lost her shit on the kids and she's like. Know in your heart that you didn't earn this. Your father <laughs> earned it. And he earned it because he has this job. And if you would like this job, you will have to work a little harder in your life. Oh, I constantly tell my son he didn't earn anything. Constantly. <laughs> Nonstop. You didn't earn this coach ticket. <laughs> oh, you my God. Bulkhead? You see this bulkhead kid? I know you're six six right now, but... Uh, <laughs> my, I would one day love to fly with my son first class someplace just so he can have a little taste here. And I don't know if that would motivate him or something, but I think if you have a little taste and you know, what's out there, you're like, Oh, I want that. Right. right. As opposed to, uh, I'll just keep flying Southwest. It's fine. It's good enough. But you know what? Then he turns into an acquisitional person. Fuck it. Never mind. I retract. <laughs> right, you, my mind. you retract. You just like be happy with what you get. And, yeah. Um, but he's uh, he's a good kid. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle, come on now. How it's much have I done? Fifty nine oh nine. Oh nine. Woohoo! Fifty seconds. Yeah. So uh, I have those shows. You're gonna do a set tomorrow in the Sunday show. Yes, I am. And, and it's then, a hell of a lineup. You got yeah. Virginia Jones and Laura House and um, Augie's going to do a set. And mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Kyle didn't respond fast enough. Uh, <laughs> I have to, have to check a thing first. Okay. Hey, water polo's back. California's starting to, like, uh, and the, the pool was one person per lane, and now it's two per lane. How many so, horses? How many horses per lane? Water polo? I'll be here um, all week. Please end this podcast immediately, Kyle, yes, before yes, I scream. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.